opportunity to present a paper in this conference the topic of my paper is environmentalism in northeast india a study on the sacred groups in the tribal cultures of meghalaya mizoram and arunachal pradesh good afternoon i am dr srijani bhattacharjee and i work as a fellow in the maulana abul kalam azad institute of asian studies kolkata and today i shall be speaking on the culture of sacred groves among the tribal communities of meghalaya mizoram and arunachal pradesh as we know sacred groves usually refers to forest areas preserved on religious grounds and uh, sacred groves form an important element of indian culture as well as cultures across the world and the basic belief or the basic idea behind sacred grove is that forest spirits reside in those areas forest gods reside in those areas forest spirits may be both benevolent as well as malevolent so such kind of concepts form the background of sacred groves usually and in india we have around 5000 sacred groves and that is the highest in himachal pradesh followed by kerala and chatisgarh now in indian states sacred groves forms an essential element of culture like we find sacred groves in kerala karnataka rajasthan himachal pradesh andhra pradesh chatisgarh assam manipur mizoram meghalaya arunachal pradesh among others and this element of indian culture prescribes social and cultural norms for human habitation in harmony with nature now my presentation would look on certain areas firstly it would discuss the types of sacred group groups present in the regions under study it would try to understand the importance of these wooded areas in the indigenous tribal cultures of the region regions under observation it would also attempt to comprehend the agents responsible for decline of sacred groves in the recent years because we find that in these three states under our study there have been a very noticeable decline of sacred groves and the number of sacred groves in the in the last 10 years so we would like to find out the factors that led to the decline of sacred groves in 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 these regions now uh, i'd go to sacred groves in meghalaya meghalaya as we know meghalaya is one of the most picturesque state of northeast india and uh, the region of meghalaya the territory of meghalaya has stretches of hills valleys and plateau and the region is a repository of various natural medicinal and mineral resources and since the region experiences rainfall throughout the year therefore it has been named as meghalaya or the abode of clouds 
Now Meghalaya is predominantly a tribal state and the dominant tribal population of the region consists of the Khasi, Jantia and the Garo the, and they account for 90% of the total population and these three are matrilineal communities. These Khasi, Jantia and Garos are matrilineal communities. Apart from them, we find other tribes as well like the Dimasa, Hajong, Mar, Lakher, Mikir, Lalung, Baite, Rabha, etc. among others. Now, in my study, I would be looking into the, sec the culture of sacred groups among the Khasi, Jaintia and the Gado tribal groups. Now, uh, this is the map of Meghalaya. You can see that it is bordered by Bangladesh on the south and west and uh, by the Indian state of Assam in the north and east. So, it shares international boundaries with Bangladesh and uh, Meghalaya has a tradition of preserving forest on religious ground and this is a tradition very age-old practice among the tribal communities of the region. Now among the Khasi, Garo and the Jantia communities of the region, sacred groves are either under individuals or under clan uh, ownership, communities, clan councils or under local village bodies. The Khasis believe that forest spirits and forest deities uh, 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 stay in these wooded areas and therefore they preserve a part of their village area for this purpose. And in this wooded area, which is considered sacred by them, village use, commercial utilization and exploitation in any form are not allowed. They worship the guardian spirit of the forest known as Yu Ringkyu and Yu Basa. These are the forest spirits which, uh, which are considered sacred by the Khasi people and they think that the reverence of the spirit would bring welfare to the people of, uh, of their locality. These forests are locally known as Lao Kintang. We find sacred groves in Jantia Hills as well. And in Jantia Hills, it is indigenously known as Clue Blind. Now, the sacred groups in Khasi Hills region of, the, of Meghalaya can be categorized into three classes. Groups under the administration of Lindo. Lindo is a Khasi priest. Therefore, these groups under the ownership of Lindo are known as Law Lindo. Lindo is Khasi priest and the, the, the Khasi priest held a very high position in the Khasi society because uh, prior to the coming of the British, the Khasi states were monarchical units and uh, the highest authority in the Khasi state was the Raja who was considered to have a divine origin and just after him was the position of Lindo. So therefore, the Lindo, under Lindo, under the ownership of Lindo, we find that a certain number of groups, sacred groups, exist in Khasi Hills and these are known as Law Lindo. Then again, groups where traditional religion is followed, it is known as Law Nyam. And the third category consists of groups which are under the village headman. The village headman is the ruler of the village, he is the administrator of the village. And uh, the village headman 
offer religious rites to forest gods with the help of the uh, Khasi priest and the members of the village Darbar to maintain peace and tranquility in the village. So again, I would come to uh, the point like, what is Khasi Darbar? Khasi Darbar is the village council. Uh, this body holds importance in the Khasi society even now, and it was one of the most important political institutions among the Khasis prior to the coming of the British. With the coming of the British and even after pre-independence, we find that though the importance, the political importance of Khasi Darbar has been minimized to some extent, but still it is of considerable importance in the in the in the in the uh, within the village within the vicinity of the village. So, and. Uh, Therefore, the sacred groups of Meghalaya is considered to be, is given very high importance by the people. They are the relics of old vegetation in the region. And uh, in Meghalaya, we find that the forest types usually consist of tropical evergreen, tropical semi-evergreen, tropical moist and dry deciduous grasslands and temperate forest. We find subtropical forest also, and we find a large number of pine forest. Now, at present, according to uh, the forest administration reports, we find that around 1,000 kilometers of area in the region are under sacred groves. And uh, within this 1,000 kilometers, there are around 111 sacred groves. And um, out of this 111 sacred groves found in Meghalaya, eight are in East Garo Hills, eight are in West Garo Hills, three are in Riboy District, 38 are in uh, uh, East Khasi Hills, 19 are in West Khasi Hills, and 35 in Jaintia Hills District. So we find that the largest number of sacred groves are in East Khasi Hills. Now the Moflong Forest, uh, sacred forest is one of the most well-maintained and well-preserved sacred forest found in the region. It is located in East Khasi Hills area. And uh, uh, this is a picture this is a picture of the Moflong Sacred Forest and uh, you can see the, the some stones over there. Uh, some of these stones are monoliths. Monoliths, uh, actually the, the Khasi people, they used to put such stones in the memory of their ancestors. So monoliths are present within the, within the Moflong Sacred Forest in East Khasi Hills. And apart from this, there are fire altars also. Some of the flat ones are fire altars. I mean the altars where the religious rites of the indigenous uh, Khasi religion are performed or used to be per performed. So now this Moflong for, uh, Sacred Forest is one of the most well-preserved sacred forest in the area. And um, here you can see that there are a number of restrictions uh, on the on the use um, of uh, sacred forest and uh, what were uh, those restrictions um, now I come to the restrictions like it is prohibited to enter the sacred forest without permission there is a prohibition on throwing of garbages within the sacred forest cutting of trees plucking of flowers branches and orchids these are not allowed in this forest then again we find that to enter the groove without the without the guidance of the local guide uh, is not allowed then to hunt in the forest is prohibited to commit any nuisance within the forest is not permitted so these are some of the warnings 
which one should abide by before entering the forest so this is just a brief idea about the sacred groves uh, which are which are there in meghalaya now i would go to uh, the sacred groves in mizoram as we know mizoram is the 23rd state of the indian union and uh, uh, mizoram is the 23rd uh, state of the indian union and it is a landlocked region uh, located in the northeastern corner of india that shares boundaries with bangladesh and myanmar and it is surrounded by the indian states of tripura manipur and assam now mizoram is also a very beautiful landmass with undulating hills valleys rivers and lakes the dominant population of mizoram are the mizo and this mizo is a blanket term it is an umbrella term which includes around 14 sub tribes so these 14 sub uh, sub tribes in uh, uh, unitedly are called mizo apart from mizo we find that there are other marginal communities also like the lakhers chakma and the lai we who are not under the uh, blanket term mizo now this is the map of mizoram you can see that mizoram is uh uh shares mizoram shares international boundaries with bangladesh with myanmar and it shares its national boundaries with tripura assam and manipur now mizoram also has a tradition of preserving forest and the forest types of the region are mostly of moist tropical type and botanically the forest of the region can roughly be categorized into tropical west evergreen mixed deciduous and pine forest in the higher elevations we find oak forest and chestnut trees as well so mizoram also has a tradition of preserving forest on religious ground and each mizo village has a sacred forest area known as gaupui any silent at gaupui these forests are debarred from public entry when no tree could be felled except those that are decayed it is believed by the people that forest spirits like ramhuai lasi chuangting leri resides in this forest and any damage to trees and plants of this forest by external agencies would bring misfortune to the offender now uh, this Uh, therefore hence this forests are preserved on religious grounds because it is believed by the people that such these forest spirits uh, uh, reside in this um, wooded areas the people also preserve forest certain portions of forest adjoining villages as part of indigenous tradition as abodes of supernatural beings who when offended would wreak vengeance on those who encroached upon them now the there are certain uh, beliefs among the people uh, about natural elements certain natural elements for example the people do not dug jungle yam and roots indiscriminately which are usually kept for exigencies the people do not throw garbage in spring water as it is thought by them to be haunted by evil spirits then the people also believe that certain trees hills and streams are infested with malevolent spirits who are responsible for devastation of all sorts and hence should not be damaged in any way so such kind of beliefs also act as a ring of preservation 
towards natural elements in Mizoram. Apart from this, the Mizo people believe in taboo. They believe in taboo, taboo, certain taboos associated with specific natural elements present in forest. For example, if while clearing forest for cultivation, a skull of a monkey was found, that is cultivation, I am talking about Joom cultivation, because Joom or shifting cultivation is the usual form of cultivation in Mizoram. Because of its topography, because of the elevation of land of the region, we find that the people resort to Joom cultivation. Although there is a valley called Champai Valley where permanent cultivation and terrace cultivation is also performed. But the usual mode of cultivation performed in Mizoram is Joom cultivation. So therefore, uh, when a person clears forest for cultivation and if he finds a skull of a monkey, then he would immediately withdraw from the field for the fear of being prosecuted to death by evil spirits. Uh, apart from this, apart from forests preserved on religious grounds, apart from taboos and beliefs associated with natural elements, we find that uh, uh, the Mizo people, they preserve uh, a part of village as village safety reserves and village supply reserves. Now, village safety reserves and supply reserves both cater to the regular requirements of the villagers. Now, let me say something about village safety reserves because uh, uh, here I would like to mention that prior to the coming of the British, uh, each Mizo village Within the, within the territory of Mizoram, Mizoram was divided into a number of chieftainship and each village was a chieftainship and there used to be constant fight and war amongst the village, uh, villages, between the villages, between one chief and the other. So therefore the people used to preserve certain forest areas bordering their villages as a measure of protection. And these forest areas are maintained till now. Although chieftainship has been abolished in Arunachal Pradesh, in uh, sorry, in uh, Mizoram in 1952, but still we find uh, the presence of village safety reserves and now these reserves cater to the regular forest-based uh, necessities of the people. Now, apart from this, we, we also find that the people preserve bamboo forest and this is known as mohawk this mohawk they, they preserve uh, bamboo forest around their villages to act as a protective ring as against villagers uh, against uh, around villages against external attacks and forest fires so this is a brief idea about the uh, about the uh, uh, culture of sacred groves in mizoram now i would go to uh, uh, sacred uh, forest in arunachal pradesh Now I would go to the sacred forest in Arunachal Pradesh. As we know, the Indian state of Arunachal Pradesh, also known as the land of rising sun, is situated in the northeastern corner of India. And the region shares its international boundaries with Bhutan, China and Myanmar and national boundaries with the Indian states of Nagaland and uh, uh, Assam. Now, Arunachal Pradesh has 22 districts at present and there are around 26 tribal groups with uh, another 110 subgroups. Arunachal Pradesh is a land of valleys, rivers, hills, forests, 
different flora and fauna and has all the forest types described in Indian forestry. Now the types of forestry which you find in Arunachal Pradesh is evergreen forest, the semi-evergreen and subtropical forest. Then in the temperate re uh, region of 1500 to 4000 meters we find blue pine silver far. The extreme limit of the Lohit district is composed of pine marcosi that is a variety of pine and above the belt of around 4000 meters the vegetation gradually merges into subalpine and alpine levels. Apart from this we find 500 species of medicinal plants in Arunachal Pradesh. Now this is the map of Arunachal Pradesh as you can see Bhutan is located over this side and it is bordered by Bhutan, China and Myanmar that is international border and we, the national borders are shared by Assam and Nagaland. Now um, maintenance of forest on religious grounds is a tradition among the tribes of Arunachal Pradesh. They have different mechanisms for biodiversity conservation in the area uh, and uh, this biodiversity conservation is largely based on religious practices. Uh, it is a, since it is a land of many tribes there are many religions also followed by the tribes like we find that the people profess Buddhism, Vaishnavism, Christianity and indigenous religion. The Mongpa, Sherdukpen, Khamti and the Singfo tribes of the region are Buddhist. The Mishings and the Noktes practice Vaishnavism, very elementary, uh, uh, elementary nature of elementary form of uh, Vaishnavism. And uh, we find that some of the tribes have converted to Christianity like the Adis. Some of the Adi population, although although smaller portion, but still they have converted into Christianity. And apart from them, uh, apart from this, we find that the Adis, Nishis, Tagins, Idus, Mijus, uh, these tribes follow their indigenous faiths. So, therefore, uh, in Arunachal Pradesh, there are different types of uh, for, uh, uh, sacred groups preserved by different religious groups. Like for example, in the lower Subansari district of the territory, we find two types of sacred groups. One is the traditional sacred groups conserved by the tribesmen since ages, while the other is preserved under the influence of Hindu culture. Now you see that the Apatani tribe of the region conserves certain patches of forest areas for reverence to traditional deities where external intrusion is not allowed. Now the Apatani sacred forest also consists of a water body. It is mandatory to have a water body within the sacred groves according to the Apatani and this water body is known as Shukhung. And these water bodies act as a source of perennial water supply for the fauna residing in the areas. Now, apart from uh, them, we find the Adi communities of the region, they preserve patches of forest, certain trees and mountains, considering them as the dwelling place of ancestral and subnatural powers. Uh, the Adis also consider uh, tiger and toad as their brothers and therefore they never kill them. Barns like Vegtail are also considered as their ancestral brothers and therefore these living beings are not uh, harmed in any way by the Adis. Uh, similarly, the Mishmis considered the Holok Gibbon 
they considered the hollow gibbon as a very sacred animal so uh, they they prefer not to cause damage to hollow hollow gibbon uh, gibbon in any way the tribal women do not cut certain plants or eat meat of certain animals during pregnancy such taboos act as a protective ring towards some animals and plants now arunachal is the land of several pilgrim sites for the hindus the malinithan temple of goddess durga and the akashiganga temple located in the west and the lower siang districts and the natural shivalinga in the kardo forest of lower subansiri district are some of the pilgrim sites visited by the hindus of assam nepal and manipur during makar sankranti and other occasions now these temples maintain sacred forest areas within their premises where public entry is not allowed now apart from this we we there is another uh, pilgrimage of great importance which is known as parashuram kund then there is another uh, 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 monastery which is locally known as gompa kiong theraveda gompa this is also located uh, in arunachal pradesh and uh, this gompa has an area of 0.5 hectares of forest as sacred forest and uh, this gompa is a very holy site for the hinayana sect of buddhist now in the recent years we have found that the the tradition of maintaining sacred groves in the areas under study have shown marked decline now the what are the factors behind the decline number 1 most of the people of this regions have converted to other religions mostly to christianity from indigenous faith and after getting converted to christianity uh, they they do not abide by the norms of indigenous religious faith which they used to do previously number 1 secondly we find that due to shifting cultivation also uh, considerable forest is damaged number 3 we find large scale dependence on forest and natural resources uh, for commercial uses among the uh, people then there are anthropogenic factors like modern development urbanization exploitation of resources and increase in human population etc have also threatened the existence of sacred groves in the areas under observation now apart from this apart from this there are no legislation as such that could protect the sacred groves in the case of northeastern states where we find that most of the forest and indigenous forest there are no laws there are no legislations that could forest uh, that could protect the sacred forest however the introduction of protected forest area category community reserve under the wildlife protection amendment act 2002 provides protection to community forests that also include sacred groves now in the end we can suggest in the end we can suggest that since sacred groves are relics of local uh, vegetation they are the relics of local vegetation and biodiversity this should certainly be preserved the environmental importance of sacred groves should be imbibed among the people the people should be made conscious about the about the uh, positive influence of sacred groves over the natural environment because we find that uh, in places like meghalaya the sacred groves play a very important role a crucial role in protecting the region 
from soil erosion during rain because Meghalaya is a region which has regular rainfall and it also acts as a source of perennial water for animals and birds. The medicinal importance of these forest areas also should be understood, understood by the people because these groves are the repository of indigenous medicinal plants that cannot be found elsewhere. See, I have told that sacred groves are the relics of local vegetation and biodiversity. So, the medicinal plants of local uh, 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 characteristics or the plants which come up in in that area indigenous medicinal plants could be found in uh, sacred groves only now religious beliefs uh, another suggestions which i can put forward is that religious beliefs and traditional wisdom of the tribes on sacred groves should be integrated with scientific forestry management so that the groves could be preserved as the useful model for biodiversity conservation and that's it thank you